This week on the Chairsofter Show, we've had the we've had Arian on before from Airsoft Milsim News Blog, and he said it was time to speak to the main man. So Chris Bravo is here this week to talk about the blog. Hey, Chris. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Yeah, we're all good. We're all good. So stay tuned. After the music, we'll get into it. And you're listening to the Chessofter Show, your weekly SF podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the SF community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chessofter Show, Instagram at the Chessofter Show or by email on andy at the Chessofter Thank you very much for tuning in to this week's episode. And as I said in the intro, Chris is here. We finally pinned it down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally. Yeah. Well, thanks you for uh, thank you for the invitation to the show. So yeah. I'm feeling honored because uh, a lot of important people from the airsoft industry uh, were here before. So I can now put my name in line with these guys too. And uh, thanks for that. And I feel honored. You're far too humble. You are far <laughs> too humble. So uh, just for everyone, for a bit of background. Um, this was actually a conversation that we had at IWA last year. Yeah. And we're now nearly a year down the line and we finally made it happen. We've got our <laughs> well, schedules we, together. Yeah, we both had a lot a lot of work to put down, so busy people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's great to have you on. Um, Thank you. So, first off, for people who may not have come across you in the past, just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into airsoft, etc., etc. Well, um, how did I get into airsoft? Well, I think as uh, for most of the guys playing airsoft out there, uh, it started when I was uh, younger me, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And so I think I first started playing when I was 13 or 14 or so. And uh, things were much easier back then when playing airsoft, especially uh, I live in Germany. And as all of you guys know, um, Germany has a lot of restrictions and laws about airsoft and what n- what not to do and what you're not allowed to. So, well, I started back then and was just playing around with my friends, um, in, like a little bit in the in the backyard, or we just went down in the woods, so it wasn't an issue at all. And so we just played there a little bit. So that's where it basically started from. Yeah. And after that, it was. Um, shortly become more interest and you I just started to buy um, more gear and better guns and everything and so I set myself up with some more people here in Germany and just went with them to some local fields and just play and skirm on the weekends as you had time and so that's yeah that's basically how I became an airsoft player back then cool cool and then Obviously, you've played for a few years, and then Esof Milsim and News Blog started. Yeah, that's that's actually true. But that was um, uh, it was well going back in time. I would say um, it was in the late 
2000s when I first um, started writing and everything when I came into all the media stuff for Airsoft except of just being a player and um, go to events and play and just enjoy the game like this so um, as may some of you remember there was a German magazine that was in the beginning it was called Red Dot Magazine so maybe you remember that and uh, shortly afterwards it became renamed into Bolt Catch magazine because there was a name issue with a company uh, which is called the Red Dot Awards and right. they just kindly asked us to change the name because um, so people they don't just get it wrong what Red Dot magazine or Red Dot Award is. So yeah. I started in this magazine and doing my first uh, written reviews and I was also responsible for uh, the online news for the website for the magazine and I did this for I think about two, two and a half years or so and things became a little bit different then because of the owner and everything. Uh, it was not so easy and um, yeah, a friend of mine who was also with me at the Bolt Catch magazine, he left a couple months before me and uh, started up uh, a new company actually which was called Airsoft Community Europe. So you may re remember that one. Uh, and, vaguely, uh, somewhere yeah. in, the, in in the back of my mind, yeah. somewhere the name well, rings it, a bell. Yeah, it was it was um, technically it was um, made for the German Austrian uh, players because we, we had everything in German language there, and yeah. so um, I quit at Bolt Catch and joined uh, ACE, the Airsoft Community Europe, and it was technically it was a forum. Um, with all the stuff you know from other airsoft forums, and but we also had a blog section, and I was the guy who was uh, responsible for the blog area, and after a short while, we recognized that um, the most traffic came from the blog area, and not so much from the forum because there were a lot of forums available already for airsoft players, and so we decided to skip the whole Airsoft Community Europe thing and then we created um, Airsoft and Military News Blog back then. So that's how it was first called and so that's basically how AIM and B started back in the day. And that was in 2010. So this year we have our 10 year anniversary. Hey! Cool. So lots of beers and cake at IWA then. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, you remind me of something. But let me tell you, so I hope if everything goes right, fingers crossed, I will have some cool stuff with me to give out to you guys and everyone who is at IWA. So if you see me, well, just stop by and say hi and maybe I have something to uh, give away. And if you don't see him, I'm going to now walk around with a big sign saying, this is Chris. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> you can just point everybody to me. You just yeah. take a take a picture and upload it and say, "Go to this guy. He has the free stuff." No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to do that with everyone because there's always the people that go to any trade show. It's oh yeah, a, it's a bit of a joke in uh, my world, my background in engineering, that you yeah. go to the trade shows and you can tell who the apprentices are. <laughs> yeah. because they've got as much stuff as they can carry in the free bags you get <laughs> yes yeah like, but um yeah iwa is obviously like the big meetup of the year but obviously that's where a lot of the announcements happen so as a blog writer how difficult is it to keep 
content coming all year, so there'll be quiet months, particularly sort of around yeah. holiday seasons. <clears throat> yeah. So, what's do you try and get a lot of content stored up to keep it going? Well, um, <clears throat> it's uh, well sometimes it's. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard, or uh, let's say sometimes there are not so much news to write or talk about, actually. And um, so to fill the gap, it's sometimes it's a little bit different. But um, for me, I came to a point where I said, okay, sometimes it's better that you don't have um, content for a couple of days. Uh, yeah. But just wait for some really um, solid or good content, which is necessary and interesting to um, read or watch about if you p- upload a video or something. So um, at the early stages, we had a lot of shop news on our page. So from all the shops we work with or companies and supporters, we just uploaded like every single product they just added to the shop. We posted about this. And I skipped it at some day because um, it was... How to say that? I mean, um, it was like, um, it was content, but not that kind of content that a lot of the readers really appreciate to read about. Because if you post about the um, 6th M4, which got restocked at some shop yeah. over in Europe or in the in the States, um, well, readers get bored about that. Yeah, the and repetition is yes. uh, sort of, you lose the retention of your yeah. readers as such. Yes. And so I came up um, uh, for me that uh, I said, okay, sometimes there are a couple of days where you don't have some content on, but I'm fine with that. But if there's something really important to post about, I just try to get that up for everybody and then they see it. And then usually Tokyo Marui comes out of nowhere with something new anyway. <laughs> yes, that's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. So well, I love I love Tokyo Marui, but you could literally sit there some weeks and you go, "Wait, that's been released. Where was that announced? That wasn't yes. at the hobby shows in yes. Japan." Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's difficult with the content, and uh, as you said. Um, holiday season or if you're um, on vacation yourself and um, I also have a family two kids and they also need attention so um, you cannot work um, around the clock to post a lot of stuff and so sometimes you just need to cut down yourself a little bit and um, but just focus on what is important and yeah what the people want to know and I think we at Aim and B actually um I would say we are different to a lot of other typical airsoft news um, blogs or websites or whatever. Um, I think I always try to keep not just the airsoft products. I try to keep the whole thing posted on our page. So that's also a lot of technical gear. There is um, sometimes there is um, real firearms news or military news and updates from the military around the uh, the world because. Um, there's Airsoft and there's Milsim. A lot of people would now say, oh, he said Milsim or boo him, boo for Milsim. But um, there's a lot of people who actually do Milsim or, or all these kind of reenactment stuff. And we at Aim and B try to uh, provide news for them too, to um, see stuff, build their kits and see what uh, the military is actually using and what is new, what what type of vehicles or clothing, helmets, everything. And we just try to bring this all together on A and B. And for the past years, I think this concept works out and um, people like it. 
and so yeah we managed to win the popular airsoft awards for the past four years so yeah. um i'm knocking on wood right now and hope that yeah. we go for the fifth <laughs> year this this year too so well let's say the voting is closed so uh, we will we will know it in a couple of days so yeah fingers yeah. crossed for that one by the time this episode goes out we should actually know the result for yeah. you with a bit of luck so fingers crossed for you guys and yeah, thank for you all the people this was a tough year as well because I knew so many people in so many categories that I yeah. didn't know who to genuinely vote for for a lot of them. Yeah, but were you you were in the finals also this year? No, that I was last year. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nah, I'd, I mean, at the end of the day, for me personally, I don't do this for recognition, for mm. awards. You know, if they happen, they happen. But it's not what I do yeah, this, yeah. Uh, and people were actually saying to me Andy you need to promote yourself for the popular airsoft <laughs> awards I'm like no no and they, they started doing it for me I'm like no yeah. shut up leave me alone just let me be me <laughs> don't I, do don't, yeah. I don't want to be famous like famous yeah. guy Kev yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, but it actually surprises me every year because um, I think there are um, other news pages in specific for. I mean, the, the award is specific for airsoft, and A and B is not just airsoft. We are more than yeah. just airsoft, and it surprises me every year that we actually um, get into the finals in in the into the voting yeah. round. Of course, we do some promotions on our pages. Well, of course, you do that and let them know that the award's going on, and um, yeah, kind of of just letting the people know and surprisingly we we just made it the past four years and that is cool because i think there are a lot of airs of pages out there that have more followers also social media and everything um which are i think better or more important to other players so yeah it surprises me but it seems like that the concept we at aim and b have um, get some works, appreciation yeah. from some guys around the world to yeah, it works, vote clearly. for us. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. But I, I know you sort of said people say boo, Milson, boo, but I mean, yeah. you were saying about your post military news, the guys who do the Mils, the I said Milson, not Milson. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 another thing for IWA and yeah. the people who know who know yeah, about you know, Milson. You know. <laughs> um, but, um, no, the Milsim, a lot of people will try and make their kit look all, as authentic as possible. So I think yeah. that really helps people to go, oh, hang on, they're using this type of helmet now or whatever. Speaking of helmets, that PTS MTech, I'm actually looking at trying one out and buying one. Yeah. You should yeah. you should go and buy one. Well, I have one here for testing, so I can say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, to talk about a little bit about PDS, so uh, PDS Syndicate, I'm pretty sure you guys out there know about PDS. Um, to me, PDS, um, it's a partner from AM&B. We worked together for, um, I think, one and a half or two years now, like for um, yeah, doing reviews, product testing, and getting feedback yeah. to them. And I was lucky um, to be one of the persons to get one of their new fully licensed um, by MTech uh, Flux Ballistic Helmet. And I got him here for, I think, two or three weeks now. And yeah, what should I tell? I had the pleasure to run the original MTech helmet for a uh, photo shooting I did with uh, Tasmanian Tiger, which is a German gear company, but yes. I'm 
also pretty sure that you guys out there know Tasmanian Tiger well. And yeah, I mean, it's uh, if if you look to our uh, on our website, uh, you see a preview I just wrote a couple days ago with some detailed pictures and my first opinion on it. Um, it's a very well-made helmet, and um, I mean, it has all the markings on it and uh, the foam inserts uh, from inside the shell. It's like on the real deal. Maybe they are from like like the real like the real ones from MTech too, and it's yeah, it's just a comfortable helmet to wear. It's really solid made, and um, uh, I I think for everybody who is looking for a modern look for modern loadout or get some of the best helmets in airsoft which is a rival to the real guys i would say go and get an mtech helmet and uh, from, from pds of course um because it doesn't break your wallet and i think in i saw uh i think land warrior sports just added it for pre-order at their shop Ooh, and I I'll think it's in that. the UK it goes for uh I think hundred and twenty four pounds or so. Yeah, I mean I'm I saw literally it for, going to Google yeah. Foo this now, so land warrior. So the you uh in the US it retails for hundred and twenty four US. Yeah. And I mean it's hundred and twenty four pounds in the UK at Land Warrior Sports too. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, just I'm, go and I'm get there and pre order then because yeah, here it's, we go. Yeah. Uh, PTS uh, Air Syndicate Airsoft MTech License Flux Helmet pre-order in OD green, tan, or black for 124.99 over at yeah. Land Warrior. Yeah. Other retailers are available. <laughs> I just got to get that <laughs> bit in there. <laughs> um, no, I mean personally, I've never sort of gone for those because the airsoft versions that you found tend to be very sort of one size fits nobody as i say yeah um and I've, i just found it uncomfortable i had a replica mich a few years ago mm-hmm. i wore it on one of the hottest days of the year i dehydrated <laughs> very quickly i was not prepared okay but um it was only when i went to the states in November, December. It was it was last year, yeah. um, late last year. I think it was the tail end of November into December. Um, and I tried on a Team Wendy's, a real one. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, if airsoft helmets were like this, I'd buy one because it was really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the real ones, they tend to cost a lot more because they are obviously ballistic rated and will stop real yeah, bullets yeah. and everything so <laughs> it, it's nice to see companies really pushing sort of what you can get for airsoft at the end yes. of the day um i have pts grips on all my rifles now as well uh, yeah just because they are quite possibly the nicest ones out there yeah that's true that's true. Yeah, I mean, as as I said, um, I also run a lot of helmets over over the past ten or fifteen yeah. years, and um, real ones and replica ones. And you may know those um, the Opscore replicas, which uh, FMA came up, which uh, yeah. had the Aramid fiber material in there, yeah. like on the real one, but uh, it doesn't provide uh, any ba- ballistic protection. But yeah. those helmets were also heavy, but. Um, to see this from a uh, training side of you, 
because yeah. I also use training a lot. F uh, sorry, I also uh, use um, airsoft a lot for um, training with real firearms. Yeah. And if you go there to events and train um, to have such a helmet or, or gear, which is um, really solid to wear, and it's like um, uh, from the weight and everything, like the real deal. It to me, it helps me train because it's like on the real stuff then. Yeah, um, exactly. It's yeah. um, it's providing that extra level, which is something we were discussing uh, on a, here a few times actually, where um, we sort of say about airsoft being a great alternative for training. Uh, yeah. It was, in fact, we were discussing it last week with KWA um, mm -hmm. on on the KWA episode. Uh, okay. That we were discussing because they obviously do a lot for the law enforcement side of things too. Yeah, and it, even just like. You look at the cost of BBs compared to the cost of real ammunition. Yeah. There's a... We'll say there's a sizable price gap mm -hmm. between a bottle of BBs and a box of... Just a little bit. It's, <laughs> it's just a small gap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think... Um, this is also a discussion uh, in I recognized in the airsoft community um, over the past, let's say, one and a half years or so, yeah. that um, people are talking more about airsoft being used as a training platform for real firearms or force yeah. and force training or something. And I I just recognize that the community is, um, I think. Not everybody is um, up for that and say, well, Airsoft is just Airsoft and you can't use it for training. And there are the other guys who actually use it for this, say, well, you can actually do this because it's great and I do it, I run it, and it works for me. And so um, this is a big discussion. And I think, um, well, when some people will um, hear this show, they will start going nuts about the yeah. discussion in the <laughs> comments and say, ah, nah. Well, but I can just talk for myself as I did for, I think, uh, four or five years where I was actually less playing Airsoft over the yeah. year, but I was more going training with a company um, which is called Project Gecko. It's located here in Germany and um, the owner uh, is a friend of mine. And uh, so I've went out with him for a lot of CQP trainings and everything and um, yeah it was cool it was fun training there and it absolutely works because um, he trains real tactics and based on uh, the airsoft uh, platform for force and force training he also does a lot of real steel firearm stuff right now and trains the real companies but uh, yeah back in the days uh, we used to be um, using airsoft guns for our force and force training a lot and it totally worked out and yeah. yeah, I was happy with it. Still, awesome. And and I think it's only going to become more and more accessible. Uh, you've started seeing Glock taking on the license inside themselves and yeah. getting licensed pistols out there. Sigair, obviously, they're now creating yes. licensed replicas as well through their themselves. Yeah. Uh, and we've discussed it a couple of times on the show, but I'd be interested to hear if you think as more and more companies go that way, they might start looking in, say, law enforcement in the military at using airsoft guns for training more and more worldwide as opposed to using uh, blank firers. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think 
this is um, as as you already said. Uh, you see a lot of um, real firearms manufacturers giving their license out for companies who produce their guns or their their uh, gun parts um, with their logos and markings and everything on uh, for airsoft use. And I think this is a good sign for the airsoft industry and the airsoft community because. Um, the real real firearms manufacturers and, and parts uh, accessory manufacturers, I think they finally understood that um, airsoft is not just um, kids going out on the weekend and having fun. So it can be used for much more. And you see this in the States. They do this for years already. And you see a lot of people and uh, actually the military using uh, airsoft as a training platform. And it slowly becomes more... Um, acceptable over here in Europe too and the companies start to train with that and I think it's 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 pretty good and I mean what better if you can build an airsoft gun um, which is exactly the one-on-one -on, -one on your real firearm that you use for business or your life depends on or whatever you you run that firearm for and you can have this in airsoft and just train if your backyard is big enough you can train at home you know, yeah. and or you just go to the range and everything, and as you said, the cost is much lower. And I think you can, you can actually train really, really good with it. And um, they recognize it, and so they give out their license for this. And uh, I think this is a big step, like you said, with sick, and the license and the clock license are back too. So yeah, I think that's a good thing. With Chris Arms, yeah. That, that, I think that was really sort of where I first started hearing more about this as well. Obviously, licensing was a thing uh, through Umarex for years with yeah. H&K and such. But then Crytac, when Chris announced that, was um, it was like, wow, so a manufacturer is actually taking this on themselves now. Yeah. So it is great to see, and I'm just hoping that we may see more and more competition in that respect, because while these things can be aimed at the law enforcement, let's be honest, every airsoft is going to want to get a hold of one. Yeah. I've already asked for one of the um, M17s from Sigair. Yeah. Well, I'm still looking for one over here in Germany, too. <laughs> yeah, that's so. the different thing, because you guys have to have all the F stamping yes, and that. Yes, which I don't. I still don't understand the whole concept behind the F stamp. I know you've got to have it, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know why. Well, that's just one stupid law we have in our country. <laughs> there are much more, but um, we won't go into political discussion yeah. now. So. Um, um, is, it, is it a similar thing to sort of the orange tips in the US yeah. and that, to differentiate? Yes. Yeah. Uh, because obviously in the UK, it's very rare. Well, put it this way, if someone's got something like I've got downstairs that fires real bullets... They've mm -hmm. broken a million laws, and you can guarantee that things have been obtained illegally in the first place. Yeah. So I'll stick with my airsoft replicas for now. I still yeah. transport them as real firearms. I get weird looks when I start checking that my gas guns are clear when I'm at sites and stuff. But hey, that's how I've been brought up. And like you said, it's it's that training yeah. that is in the back of my mind of checking the guns clear, making yeah, sure true. that it's safe. Yeah, I think um, everybody should uh, handle their airsoft gun like it is real firearm yeah. so and um, this just is um, it brings some um, uh, I don't know the English word for that right now sorry <laughs> um, it's yeah I mean it's it's like um, 
yeah so you don't make mistakes or something yeah. and um yeah you should treat every firearm even if it's not an not an airsoft one you should treat it like a real one and handle it like this and then you'll be safe out there and you don't do stupid things and um shit is not going to hit the wind then yeah <laughs> yeah it's not going to hit the proverbial fan <laughs> yeah. as they say um yeah so obviously airsoft milsim news blog's been going for a while now you've got a big team behind you uh, lots of different contributors with different backgrounds yeah that's uh, for true. example arian's been doing a lot more of the um <coughs> what's it called ipsc stuff recently hasn't he mm-hmm. with the uh, mm-hmm. which actually as you said about airsoft being for training obviously we can't own handguns in the uk yeah. uh, and there's all sorts of different laws around firearms and what you can own so for an alternative training platform as well. Airsoft seems to be becoming more and more popular for people who want to get into it and then go and compete in competitions overseas as well. So yeah. it's, it's great to see. Um, but yeah, what what do you see coming up in the next year or so for Airsoft and Milsim News Blog? Obviously, you'll have a shed load of content after IWA. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's the weekend of the of the trade show, which is a lot of work, but also a lot of fun because yeah. meeting everybody there uh, from all around the world, which is nice. And you usually just have that once a year, and that's IWA Nuremberg. And but afterwards, the real the real work starts to hit in the office. That's true. Yeah. Well, um, aside the IWA stuff, we have to release. I think. Um, Aim and B is going good forward, and as I said, with our cooperation we have with uh, PDS Syndicate, we also have good cooperations now with um, some uh, gear manufacturers and other uh, airsoft manufacturers, and also with some shops. And so I think that um, aside the regular news we have here on uh, almost daily basis on AMB. we will go more into doing a lot of more reviews and um, product testing and everything we just try to um, getting ourselves more into doing the video stuff so our YouTube channel isn't so big at the moment. We have a lot of content there, especially from IWA. But we all we slowly started um, in the middle of last year, uploading more spotlight videos and everything. So this is something we want to push, and of course, um, written stuff, written reviews, written reviews, and we just try to provide, um, yeah, good reviews, good pictures, and. Uh, as possible good videos in the future too and we also try to be a little bit different than um, all the other stuff you see out there because it's already there and we don't need to do just the same because everybody is getting bored about that and we just try to be different and I hope we can um, push this forward in 2020 so yeah let's see awesome awesome it's going to be great to follow you guys over the thank you coming year um and i think i think we'll wrap it up there because i think we've quite nicely gone round with uh what airsoft milsim news blog is what's going on and what you're going to be doing moving forward so where can people get in touch with you chris yeah thank you for having me at the show and being featured here so take care everybody where can people get in touch with you uh social media etc Oh, sorry, <laughs> I didn't understand. <laughs> I, I, I was just 
thinking it was just the outro. <laughs> no, 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 so, it's fine. Yeah, chokes of me now. Chokes of me. It's the German <laughs> guy who didn't understand the English correctly. So, yeah, where can you get in touch with us? So, A and B stands for Airsoft and Milson News Blog, as you already heard. So, we have our website at um, Airsoft and Milson News Blog.com. We are on Facebook with the same name, and we're also on Instagram with uh, Airsoft and Milson News Blog. So, just um, stop by there and follow us, give us a like, or drop us some comments, or what do you want to know or want to see from us? Um, yeah, just write us and get in contact. We love to be in contact with you guys too, so we can um, push our work forward because the work we do at Aim and B is actually for you guys out there to inform you guys with all the stuff and write about it. And um, we just being a platform um, for you to provide it there. Cool. Uh, so what I'll do as well, uh, thanks again for your time, Chris, by the way. Yeah, uh, thank you. What I'll do me. is I'll uh, post up... Uh, if you want to check out the PTSM Tech Helmet Review, uh, the link is on my Facebook page at the moment. I'm just waiting for the guys to get something on Instagram, and I'll repost that as well. Yeah, um, But make you. sure to go check out all their reviews. They're great in-depth reviews, uh, provide some really good information for you guys. So definitely, definitely check them out. Uh, that's it for this week guys Uh, so we'll see you guys next time take care of each other, take your hits don't be a dick and we'll speak to you soon bye for now